take two. So keep talking about Anakin. So he's immaculate, and I feel like it's not talked about enough. And I think um, a Qui-Gon just basically realizes it from when the mom tells him, yeah. you know, and it's like, you can't ignore that. Like, yeah. And I mean, he already knows that he's like using the force anyway. Like he can sense yeah. it in him and like all the things he can like naturally do, like, you know, race the pot already and stuff. Yeah. Cause he says to him like, yeah. Oh, well you, he doesn't even, what's funny is that he's not outright saying that he's a Jedi Qui-Gon. He doesn't yeah. outright say yes. Like when he asks him, he doesn't yeah. even say that he is, he kind of yeah. goes around the question but then at the same time, when Anakin's like, oh, yeah, I've been flying or whatever. And he's like, oh, well, you must have Jedi powers. <laughs> like, he just says it like nothing. And I'm yeah. kind of like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. are we hiding this or not? Yeah. Like, it's funny. But I just think that that in itself, like, as much as, you know, yeah, it's supposed to be a movie for children. Like, it mm. really sets up, like, everything. Mm. That conversation <laughs> that he has with the mom. Yeah. And then how she says, too, he was meant to help you. It's like, you know, it's it's very similar to the baby Jesus story, you know? Yeah, like, of course. And not to get religious or whatever, because I'm not really, but yeah. I'm familiar with the story. I think everybody is. That's what Christmas is. It's, he can't, he was here to help people. He was, yeah. he was born to help people. He was immaculate. He was born from... Whatever he was born from, and that's what Anakin was, and he was special, and I think that it needs to be, it should be emphasized more, yeah. even if he was a little kid. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, the, the thing, too, of the people complaining about the little kid is, like, that's nothing really new at all, either. Like, the 80s, like, that was, like, all those people, Spielberg, all those guys, that was always a thing, like, even... Even Lucas, like, when they did Indiana Jones 2, they, they gave him a, a sidekick that was a little kid. Like, mm. that was just always a thing yeah. to, like, you incorporate kids into the story, like, and then it makes kids, you know, if it is a movie for kids, which yeah. this is, it, it draws kids deeper into the story, you know what I mean? For example, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that, I think, too, um, the parts when he's doing the pod race... Like, how efficient he is when he's flying yeah. it. Like, I think he's so badass in that scene, even though he's, like, a little kid. He looks so cool, like, yeah. shifting all the gears and clicking all the stuff and all that. And the part where the one, whatever that is, the part that goes flying off into the yeah. air, and he grabs that giant magnet to, like, pull, pull it, it in. It like, cable, yeah. It's just so, like, you would expect awesome, that yeah. of an adult, like, yeah. to be like, oh, I gotta do this. But he's like, no come here and he like grabs the magnet and he like yeah. holds it out and it's just he's so good at what he does and it's yeah. like you just wouldn't expect that of a little kid mm. so i mean to me that's special too it's like yeah, he's I mean, not that's, that's an average it. he's not an average story. yeah he's not an average uh person uh -uh. but i mean everything he's doing because the whole thing is you know as we find out later when they bring him to you know yoda and the council and they're like oh he's too he's too old and all that kind of stuff because he's nine years old to be trained mm, already like yeah. they get him so it's like pretty much everybody who's there at the jedi like training thing like pretty much everybody like when they're like infants or whatever we're yeah. we're showing like advanced abilities and yeah. it's it's not always just you know 
the thing about making shit float across the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like reflexes, anticipation, intelligence. So. Well, yeah, because Qui-Gon says that he's good at the racing because he can see the future. Yeah. Not when he says that, I'm like, yeah. oh, man. And then when they are doing the scene where they're testing him, um, Samuel L. Jackson is holding that tablet. Yeah. And he's like saying everything that's popping up. He's basically doing a, what do you call it? The Rorschach test kind of. No, it's not a Rorschach test. Rorschach is when you look at a thing and you oh, yeah, say what you're right. <laughs> he's doing, there, there's a name for it, but it's basically the, t- the test for psychic ability. Yeah. It's just like, so yeah, like that was another thing too. People don't give uh you think all these unappreciative George Lucas haters, like he totally predicted the tablet. <laughs> like yeah. like Apple stole the iPad from George Lucas because everybody's using the shit out of iPads <laughs> in the Jedi Temple. You know what I mean? That's funny. But there is, you know, there's a lot. You can see the potential in in him too because in just the conversations, Anakin says things like he's always dreamed of being a Jedi. Right. And when the opportunity comes up once he's freed from being a slave and the opportunity comes up for him to go, he just readily goes. He's like, okay. Yeah. And the thing that stops him in his tracks is the fact that he's, his mom is going to have to stay. Mm-hmm. So that to me is what the parts that I said, like make me emotional is yeah. because he's like, okay, let's go. But then he's like, what about my mom? And he, he doesn't let it go. Like he's yeah. kind of like, oh, but I don't want anything to change. And like, there's that part before he yeah. goes and she's like, I like, can't do it. But she wants him to go because she wants him to have a better life. Well, that she wants him to go, but then she also leaves it up to him. Yeah. And she says, it's your choice. And he says, he, he chooses to yeah. go. So it's like, there he ended up turning out the way he did, but he, there was that potential there of him yeah. being a good, you know, coming out good too. So it's like yeah. just that whole struggle of his between, you know, choosing. He always had that struggle. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously there's issues. People, you know, some of it has to do with people think Jake Lloyd wasn't a good child actor. I like him. I mean, I'm not saying he's the greatest child actor I've ever seen, but. For the character of Anakin as I know him, I think yeah. I think there's a reason reason why George Lucas you know yeah. picked him like because he embodied it wasn't even so much that he could nail all the lines and he yeah. could whatever and George Lucas he even admits himself he doesn't write the easiest to say dialogue so yeah. I mean it's, it's whatever it's 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 not the best like you don't see him and think that you know nine year old Jake Lloyd was on the the level of. Uh, Jacob Tremblay and Room or whatever you know what I mean it's it's not that <laughs> yeah. type of performance yeah but it's 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 more like you cast somebody because of the quality they bring as a person he has a lot of personality he yeah. has like an adult personality for a yeah. child yeah. and that's what somebody who's quote unquote immaculate would yeah. be you yeah. know like they're above their their age range yeah. they're they're you know more advanced i should say yeah. than somebody their their normal age so and that's what he has you know like there's so much in him that he's you could tell that he's just he knows what's up like yeah. the way when he's talking to padme when they first meet and he's like oh yeah i hear all the pilots talking like yeah. he listens to what they're saying you're talking about the mermaids and all that yeah, yeah like anything he's just i heard them talk about it and then 
there's another scene later on where he's when they're on one of the ships and the pilot is like teaching him how to fly mm. and he's like oh and this and this does that right yeah, and the yeah. guy the guy it's looks like, at him like yeah. you learn fast he like tells him yeah, you catch on quick yeah so it's like there's just so many signs that i just i don't know i just fall in love with him and that's why like i feel like i get and all these characters like i got so attached to them over the short time that i've been yeah. a fan of it because I know, and we were talking about this the other day, how, like, my fandom into this is, like, a baby fandom <laughs> compared yeah. to, like, people who've been yeah. fans for, like, decades. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, I feel like I love these characters so much that, like, it just... I, I'm attached. Like, yeah. I, I just love them. Like, family or something is strange. <laughs> and, like, what I was gonna say, too, is, like, people were just annoyed that there just was a kid in the movie, period. Like, I don't find him to be an annoying kid at all. Right, they're yeah. just annoyed. Like, like I feel like those people would have loved it if like Yoda was sitting there like doing paperwork, and like this like ruggishly <laughs> handsome like twenty five year old guy comes in and says, "I want to apply to be a Jedi Knight," and Yoda's like, "Oh, what skills you have?" And then he's just like, "I can move shit with my like." That's the kind of like basis and magic and like storytelling people. But oh, hurry up, get him a lightsaber. Yeah. You know, it's like they go open a drawer, they like, got all these stock lightsabers. Shit. I mean, it's just, I think it's important, if you think this story works, some people might not, but if you're if you're on board, I think the story of Anakin, I think it's important to see where he comes from. Yeah. Like, yeah. because it really, you know, affects, like, like, you know, one thing, whatever, that even the people who hate 1 through 3 is, like, they at least give George Lucas credit that he just... He, he had the beginning, middle, and the end for the story, mm. like, especially with Anakin, you know mm. what I mean? So, it's like, it's like, what happens in this movie, you know, affects what happens with Anakin's story in part two, and what mm. happens with Anakin's story in part two affects mm. what happens in three. So, yeah. I mean, it is an arc. Like, people don't like it, they don't like it. And but, then three affects four. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like, I'm sure that's why J.J. Abrams, like, honestly was like, when he did Force Awakens, because, like, a big part of, like, people don't remember this now, but before Force Awakens, there was, like, this whole media wave of dumping on, like, you know, episode one through three and stuff, because Lucas had re-released Phantom Menace in the theater for 3D, mm. and everybody shit on that and all that, and then Disney canceled all the other releases or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, um, so I think, I think J.J. Amers was, like, you know, there's all this criticism, and, like, I hate it, too. I find it boring, but how just Ray is pretty much a Jedi in TFA already. Yeah. But it's, like, he probably just saw all these people complaining about Anakin. They're, like, we don't want to sit through three movies before Ray is a Jedi. Yeah. She's a Jedi now, you know? Yeah. Like, we, like, she, like, when she touches the lightsaber, she, like, you know, learns everything. And then, just to continue the agony, the scene before he's about to leave his mom. Yeah. He's walking away... And then it hits him again, like, oh, I'm leaving my mom. And he kind of, he turns around, and he even says, yeah. he goes back to her, and he says, I can't do it. Yeah. So he even was going to change his mind again. Yeah. And it's just, like, that struggle that he had, it's there, like, the whole time. Yeah. And it's, like, to me, that it's all important. Yeah, even I mean, when it's, he's it's, little. Yeah, it's always... <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, you know, all these scripts were written. I mean, they all had cause and effect yeah and so that's basically what ended up turning him in the end that just that fear of losing his yeah. loved one and it's just i 
I hate to say it, but it makes it hard for me to enjoy the stuff now because I get so emotional about yeah. it. <laughs> Just thinking about all the tragedy that happens afterwards. <clears throat> so, cameos. Yeah. There's an E.T. cameo. Yep. <laughs> they have a they have a, um, a Senate committee, and there's just like basically all these pods floating around a room <laughs> with different aliens in them. Yeah, if you look closely, you can see the ETs. Yeah, they're like all excited too. They're like jumping. I up know. And down they're and like so upset about what's happening. <laughs> One thing I really, along with um, Padme's outfits, <clears throat> that I really love about episodes one through three, and of course it's because they're a product of their time. But I love how visually beautiful they are yeah the, the whatever craftsmanship <clears throat> is immaculate the design yeah it's the colors are bright um it just and it, like you said it's a happier time because nobody's in war yet and, yeah. and and you feel it you can feel it in all of the sets and like wherever they go it's just i mean obviously there's a lot of sandy dusty places too but yeah. even in those Poverty, places like yeah. everything is so brightly lit and i just yeah. really love it and so it's visually stunning, as I say. But we gotta say before before they actually can take off from the planet, that's where the first attack from Darth Maul happens. Right. He comes flying in on his uh his little uh, speeder bike. We see his cool skills. Yeah, he flips off, <laughs> and like I always love that part too because it's uh, Qui Gon and Anakin walking towards the ship, and Anakin's yeah. like a little bit behind him. Yeah. And like that's like my favorite part is like how much Qui Gon and Anakin are a team already. <laughs> yeah. Like like Qui Gon senses Darth Maul like flying by or whatever, mm-hmm. and he just turns around and he's like Anakin drop, drop. and yeah. Anakin's like oh he's like okay <laughs> he just goes flat and like Darth Maul like flies over top of him. <laughs> yeah. <That laughs> I thought was that cute. was I don't I, I, like that part always like gets me. Yeah. Yeah, that atta- that relationship that develops yeah. between Qui- Qui-Gon and Anakin, yeah. I just, it just got me thinking, like, while we were watching it, like, how would Anakin have turned out if Qui-Gon yeah. had been the one training him, you know? Yeah. And it just, like, it opens just up a whole new yeah. world of, like, possibilities, because I feel like, because we were also talking about how Obi-Wan didn't really know much about Anakin because yeah. he wasn't around. He, it was he, he wasn't there when Qui-Gon found him and all that. Yeah, it was Qui-Gon that saw where he lived, where he came from. He knew his mom. He knew Anakin's story. So I felt like as if if Qui-Gon had been the one to train him, when he started seeing that come up about his fear about his mom or whatever, you know, and like then the fear about Padme... I wonder, like, what how Qui-Gon would have handled that. Because I kind of get a feeling that Obi-Wan is a little... I mean, I guess it's, like, later on. But I get a feeling kind of... Well, even in this one, because he's kind of, like... The kid is dangerous. Like, he goes... He's yeah. with the Jedi Council and, like, saying that Anakin is dangerous. And, like, you don't know what he's what he's going to do. I always kind of got the feeling that Obi-Wan was a little impatient with Anakin. Mm-hmm. So, I just wonder, like how Anakin would have turned out different if Obi-Wan had trained him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially in part two, it's like he's he's trying to always teach Anakin to slow down, not to yeah. rush, not to be so impulsive. Yeah. But it's like he never really could get that side out of him, you know? Like, that was always part of Anakin. And, I mean, is that a, what is that a bad thing, I wonder? Like, did, did he need to slow down, or could he have learned how to master his way his way 
But I mean, it, it, without getting too much into like what happens in part two, it's like the real the real problem was like the emotional whatever of of him not be able to because you know he wanted to because Anakin even talks about before they take him that he had a dream that he became a Jedi and he came back and he freed all the slaves. But even Qui-Gon is like, oh, it's not a place to interfere. Like, even yeah. Qui-Gon, it's like, there's so many things, like, because, you know, they talk about how the slaves, like, they have a chip in their neck that will kill them yeah. if they try to leave the city or whatever. Yeah. And, like, you know, so it's like, who knows if Watto would have really been that brutal, like, if he would have killed them or whatever, but... Yeah. I mean, Padme, like, as soon as they left and she got all... Like, really, like literally the end of, like, whatever the end of the movie where they're all celebrating, she could have sent somebody to go buy Anakin's mom. I mean, honestly, yeah. it's just nobody... That's true. It's just nobody was like, whatever. I mean, the only person that cared about it was Anakin. So, I mean, it's really yeah. kind of like... You can't really be like, oh, if Qui-Gon would have trained him, he would have turned out to... It. It's like, he was never going to get over the the loss of his mom. You yeah. Know? And, like, even Padme kind of realized... Like, she seems surprised... When she realizes that slavery still exists. Yeah, she even said, you know, I didn't think slavery... Yeah. I mean, it's a whole weird thing where she's pretending to be the the, yeah. the handmaiden or whatever. So yeah. she's not really, like, flexing, like, oh, I'm a queen no, and yeah. I could free you or... But just in general, she seems surprised. But do yeah. you think maybe she couldn't have done anything anyways because that's not her planet? No, it, just, it was just money. Because yeah. it was like, they, they did the bet for Anakin. Yeah, that's true. Like, all they would have had to do was just show up with a bag of money and give it to Watto, <laughs> and she would have been free. But it was he like, just knows money. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like, the Jedi didn't do it, because like, I mean, they they, they were they were right, he, w- he was too old, because he had, he had the emotional attachment to his parents yeah. already. And then like, they're not supposed to, like, like when they see each other at the end, of, like, you know, when... Um, Padme looks at him, you know, and smiles or whatever. Yeah. Like, they don't see each other for, like, years and yeah. years. So it was, like, even... I mean, obviously, she was busy with shit, but it's, like... <laughs> it's just, like, once they went their separate ways, they forgot all about Anakin's mom. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. We really get to see in this one Padme being queen. Yeah. And I know I brought it up in the first episode about how awesome she is, but yeah. um, we really get to see that, like, she doesn't want to give up on her people. Yeah. And then she's even coming up with like before the battle with the Gungans and the battle droids, she's coming up with the plan on like how to get a hold of the Viceroy. Yeah. And like they're basically telling her like, oh well, you know, this is only gonna work. Like we could be killed. It might not work because if we can't get into the yeah. palace. And she's basically like, then we better make this work. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like there's no plan B. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I just love how she's so like this shit's happening you know yeah. like and then of course like we said she storms into the palace and she's leading the battle in she's shooting in there with all of them <clears throat> and then continuing on with the uh diversity of this movie some it's of the diversity. the pilots they show flying it when that are yeah. that are trying to get into the it's the Nemoidians uh yeah the, the space ship, station right yeah, yeah. It's, They're trying to get in, even though Anakin just kind of slipped in there real easy. Yeah. But <laughs> the three pilots that they show, a man, a woman, and a and a black guy. Yeah, yeah. So. It's, like, Naboo's, like, multicultural. Yeah. Like, whatever. And, like, like same when they go to Coruscant and show the Jedi Temple and all that. Like, yeah. there's, like, female Jedis. There's, there's all yeah. kinds of alien Jedis. There's everything. And then also the crowd at the pod race. 
Yeah, there, it's, it's all a mixture of mostly aliens, but but yeah, a lot of the people. There's like a lot of people too, like Anakin's like little friend. I, I would say yeah. there's a lot of people like Middle Eastern descent. Yeah, and, like I yeah. saw different races in there too. So yeah. that's why I feel like. I mean, I mean, to, I know we went into this already, but just yeah, I mean, it without, needs to be recognized that it's not new. I mean, without harping on it, there there are a lot of uh, types of movies that didn't have diversity for a long time, but Star Wars wasn't one of it, yeah. and Star Trek isn't either. Because like yeah. I've been watching the Star Trek movies, and like whenever they show like the the main fleet and the base, and there's like people of like, even though it's like whatever years in the future, like they show all kinds of people. So I mean, yeah. you know, like. At least these science fiction things, like, it really wasn't... And that, it's it's really a thing because it's not Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, I just think it's just... that that's a, that's a... That's just a current media thing to pretend like, you know... You know... It's a current issue. That, well, it's just... It's just, it just you, you have to sell it like it's brand new, so it's exciting. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, we, we've had stuff for a while. Yeah. So another question i had that i kind of brought up earlier silent quietly mm-hmm. how do people understand what r2 is saying they just speak droid the people do yeah they understand it's like Han solo speaks wookie i guess so that's true i mean you would have to be somebody who's around <laughs> droids a lot to yeah. understand like i don't think everybody just automatically understands droids. yeah because i was like what i was noticing like the way some people interacted with him they're kind of yeah. like what like they didn't really understand what he was doing yeah. And so, I don't know. That's just a random thing that popped into my head when I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now... Speaking of droids, we didn't even talk about that Anakin has a, like, I won't say prototype, but a halfway finished oh, version yeah. of C-3PO. Yeah. I did have that in my notes earlier. This movie is the first time we see R2-D2 and C-3PO yeah. the first time they meet. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, they're BFFs forever. Yeah. Well, not right away because they leave. <laughs> yeah. Which was funny because that that was like a big criticism, like oh yeah, like like he he made C three PO, Darth Vader made C three PO, and it's just like it, it's like, well that's your first little bit in the Star Wars universe of what they call fan service. So so it's just like the amount of fan service now makes Darth Vader creating C three PO look like nothing. I love it. I mean, I think... I mean, it makes sense. He was really good with making stuff. I mean, I thought it was, like, weird or whatever. Yeah. But it was just, like... It doesn't really... And, and like, I've heard people try to be like, Well, how come... How come Darth Vader doesn't recognize C-3PO? I'm just like... Because he's Darth Vader. (laughs) He's not Anakin. Yeah. Like... Like, all all the shit he lost, how dark his soul is, Darth Vader is going to be like, oh, C-3PO. Yeah. And then I was just like, <laughs> I'm sure there's probably like one scene where they walk in the room or something where Darth Vader sees him, but like, I don't think Darth Vader even ever sees him. Like, yeah. at a, like I think that's probably why Lucas did it. He was like, oh, I can just get away with this because he's yeah. never going to, you know. There's never really any reason for him to interact. I mean, with same him. with R2. It's like R2's like Anakin's droid or whatever, but it's not like Darth Vader ever. And even if he were to, like unless he like had a conversation or something, which Darth yeah. Vader's not going to stand around and have a conversation with any droid, let alone, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's just like, they all look alike. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was the first time they met, and he was naked. Yeah, C-3PO, he didn't have any coverings at all. He was like a skeleton man, which which I thought, I mean, obviously it's mostly like a puppet or something, but I thought that was like a great effect. It was really cool looking. Yeah, like that thing in his head you could see spinning around the movie, but 
of course, R2-D2 had to tell him he's naked. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. And then he's like, what? I don't have any coverings? <laughs> I think that's what they call it, too, the coverings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do refer to it as that. <clears throat> so then we move on to... After we've talked about already, Padme storming into the palace with her crew. Yeah. The duel of fate. The duel of the fate. Of the fate. Oh, man, I ruined that. (laughs) The duel of the fates redo. (laughs) Okay. So, every once in a while, I want to listen to this song because it's just so awesomely, awesomely epic. But, like, no joke in my entire life... Nothing in the world makes me bust out in like giant crying tears mm. than that those first two like booms of that music. Yeah. Like I will start crying at the drop of a dime for that song because it's yeah. so I equate it so much with Qui Gon's death. Yeah. But what's funny is that which, when we were... which that by the way that was a spoiler too because. There's like a track on the soundtrack, and they released the oh, yeah. soundtrack like like weeks before. Yeah. And there's like just like I guess it's like the after part where like he's holding him. Yeah. There's a soundtrack track yeah. called "The Death of Qui Gon." That's yeah. funny. I think there was something like that on uh, one of the DSW ones too recently. Was there? Yeah, I thought I saw some some people like crying about it or whatever. Yeah. But on this viewing, yeah, I think it was like Ray uses the Force or something like that. There was something it wasn't it had to do I think uh, it said death of somebody. I remember. Oh, was it? Yeah, I, I thought it was so. something to do with Ray something because I, think, I don't know because with wrong. Force Awakens they tried to do that whole thing where the marketing they kept showing Finn with the lightsaber. No. So they they wanted to be like that was supposed to be like the ending of Sleepaway Camp like type of shocker or something or <laughs> <laughs> Ray picks up the lightsaber and no. it's just like yeah. it's like okay yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like. Again, I don't I don't want to break anybody's idea of what they invented, but like, yeah. there's only like two dozen female Jedi at Coruscant or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't keep up, keep track of any of that stuff. So yeah. I just remember seeing something and scrolling through yeah. Twitter that there was some track that was like yeah, death yeah. of some somebody or something. But in watching this, watching it this time, like, and, like, how I've gotten so attached to that song, I realized they're never playing that song during the actual <laughs> battle yeah. between Qui-Gon Well, and... there's kind of, like, a pre-battle, right? Where they're, where they, because they have to go fight to take back the, um, the hangar to get the ships to go up. Yeah, yeah, all that music, that, like, the way it first starts all big and epic, that's all during them trying You're to... You're talking about the... Dun, 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 the initial, dun, dun. just right... Yeah, yeah, right when it first start first yeah. starts, it's it's the queen and her crew, like, going in trying to get the ships. Like, she's yeah. trying to get the pilots into the ships. Yeah. And then, yeah, just, like, them getting through the palace and all yeah. that. Most of that song is during that. When they switch to the scenes with that fight scene, yeah. there's music playing, but really low and quiet, or yeah. nothing. <laughs> so it's it's well, just it, funny. It kind of ends because like there's like they kill all the droids, they get the planes up into the air, and then they're trying to like make their way back into the palace, and like that main door opens and Darth Maul stand there. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I mean mm-hmm. I can't even like talk about how mind-blowing and they had it in the trailer unfortunately but like how mind-blowing it was when we saw that somebody could have two 
Oh, I know. Sided lightsaber. I know. That's what. Was, that's what. When you saw that, yeah. it was like, oh I shit. Because like, because it's like it's like okay, there's 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 Obi Wan and Qui Gon. Like they're just gonna like cut this fucker's like hands off like immediately. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's two on one. Yeah. But then like yeah, when he does that, and it's it's kind of already like when the door opens, and like I think it's already a part of the song where it's like. It's like, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, it, it, like, it always gets lost, too, in that moment, but Padme has a great line, because she's, like, leading all the soldiers, and she's like, we'll take this way. Like, to <laughs> totally avoid Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do, and then they, like, I'm like, they just walk past him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah, when it first opens, he just has the one side lit. Yeah. And then, like, a second later, then it's like, like, the other side yeah. comes out, and then that's when you're like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's like I think just all that, all the all the events of what's happening during that time, yeah. that's what just moves me so much about that song. Like, and even like there'll be times where I'm listening to it at work and I'm sitting at the computer and I'm just bawling my eyes out because, yeah. I mean, it sounds even more epic when you're listening to it on yeah. like headphones in your head, you know, and it's just like. <sighs> yeah, I, I wish I would have had a picture of it because this, obviously this is back before. We had a camera built into everything, but that was my birthday cake for that year. It was like one of those cakes that had like the decal on top, so like oh, it, yeah. it really looked like a real picture. What was the picture? It, it was of them two fighting Darth Maul. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. And I ate it off my Anakin plate. Oh my gosh. Which I hope I still have that somewhere. How old were you? Well, that birthday... Well, the movie came out right before my birthday. The movie mm. came out, like, a week or two before my birthday. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, that was, like, when I turned... Oh, for episode one. Episode one. I don't know why I was no, thinking about No, I wasn't a little kid. I'm <laughs> I was to like, duh. So, yeah, it was, like, the movie came out, and then, like, you know, it was, like, right in the midst of the release, yeah. my birthday came. So, yeah, I was, like, yeah. shoot... 22 that's funny <laughs> i think it's when, I know when you said 22. decal on the cake i'm like we didn't have decals when i was younger yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like oh wait a minute you're yeah. older already because <laughs> i was like tr- i was like about to turn 20 i think when the the special editions came out and then i was yeah. 22 because then you had to wait like a whole after the special editions you had to wait like a whole two years for phantom menace to come out had you seen the movie already by then oh yeah 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 like me and my dad went to see it like a couple of days after it came out yeah yeah, I can't even, like, now, knowing how much I love it, and, like, how yeah. you, you had said previously to me, too, like, you wish that I would have, like, been around Oh, it just the experience. I, I mean, the, like, I'm not kidding, because there was, like, a few movies that were, like, holy shit, this movie's promoted. Yeah. The first one was, like, the 1989 Batman. That shit was everywhere. Yeah. And then the 19... 19- I remember that. Yeah, then 1998 Godzilla, but that kind of, like, fizzled out really quick. Mm. But the amount of promotion for Phantom Menace, it was, even now, there's nothing that comes out that says, like, hyped up... And, like, I could have went and seen it the day it came out. Mm. Like, I can't remember if we You we're... could do that at the time? Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. But, like, we were so excited. Like, me and my friend. Like, we didn't even, like, go see it. Like, it was, like, 1 or 2 o'clock. Like, we actually drove around the theaters to see if, like, anybody was, like, there. Like, mm. if there was, like, massive. But it wasn't because it was just the middle of the day. Like, we thought we were going to see everybody, like, dressed up and shit. Oh, yeah. There was nothing. Wow. Well. I, I guess that would have been, like, the midnight showings the night before or something. Yeah. But we went out that Friday. We went to, like, two theaters. And, like, you mean in... people weren't fanatical about it at all hours of the day like no. they are now? <laughs> and then, like, me and my dad were in... I remember me and my dad went, like, the middle of the day, whatever day it was. And, like, it was full, but it wasn't. Like... Yeah. And you know what I think it really was? I think it was because it was, like, the week before. 
school got out. Oh. So we saw it like maybe two or three days. I'm sure like that weekend when school was like actually out out, yeah. like I'm sure shit would have been crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's funny, the difference. But me and my friend were like eating the shit out of Taco Bell because they had like <laughs> a, you know, like the Monopoly game you play at McDonald's. They kind of had that, yeah. but it was like you would get a, a board thing mm. and then you would get like like stickers off the cups and shit yeah and try to like win prizes but it was like all the characters were the stamps it was cool that's funny Mm -hmm. and i was buying the toys i prefer phantom menace because i bought a shitload of toys well i started rebuying because because when the special edition came out that's when they reintroduced the toys so i Mm. bought like a lot of figures and a couple ships but phantom menace the only the only vehicle i bought was sabalba's pod racer but i bought a lot of the little figures i had like a darth maul one but it was like because i couldn't find the regular darth maul Mm. there was like this like deluxe one that actually sucked where like (laughs) like it had this little lightsaber handle where you stuck in the back and you went like this and he went like this with the thing so you like push a button and then makes his arms move but instead of just being a button on the back you had to hook this like lightsaber onto it to hit that and it was like I wanted the regular but like you couldn't fucking find it and I was like driving around all the time like looking for it and I couldn't find it you know yeah so I had like the whatever deluxe one but it wasn't deluxe because the actual figure sucked like it just looked mm, shitty yeah. um I, I thought I had Obi-Wan I don't even know I was the only ones I really bought were the droids I just bought a bunch of droids because like you could buy the battle droid right mm. and like it wasn't like a different name or anything, but you just would like look at them in the store and they were painted differently. Yeah. Like they had like scratches and marks on them. Yeah. So I bought like maybe like four or five battle droids. <laughs> That's pretty much all I had for the toys from this one. Because I was already kind of getting out of the toy buying because A, you had to drive around forever to find what you wanted and B, it was like, well, how much shit can I really buy? And I didn't, yeah. bu- I didn't buy But any- now you're like, damn, I should have drove yeah, around more. <laughs> yeah. I would have. But like I bought posters and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, I totally like now when I watch the stuff, I'm like, oh, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. Like I really seriously wish I had Qui Gon. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. like I was saying, another episode, like the scene where he's like where they're having the battle, and like where they're in between the four shields, and just like they're stuck there they can't do anything and yeah. like just the way Qui-Gon kind of stops gets on his knee and then he starts yeah. like meditating or whatever he's doing and that's a moment where there's like no music and it's just quiet you just hear the force yeah. shield like I think that part really makes that scene like so awesome hearing the shield the force cause yeah. it's like it's just like you're just waiting for the next thing to happen and then like Obi-Wan like you could tell he's like and he's using the force i don't know or he just knows the timing of the shield but like yeah. he gets his his laser re- his laser his lightsaber ready because he knows it's about it, to open it's it's basically what they're in is like they're in like this hallway but it's actually part of like this big either shield generator or power generator for oh. the naboo palace oh. so it's like what they're in it's not even really a place where people are supposed to be yeah. it's just the the force field keeps coming and going like it's like rotating like, like part of the machine yeah i don't know if it's like pumping air in and out of there or what yeah. it's doing but like so yeah so obi-wan's because he gets like knocked down like darth maul like kicks him and he falls so he yeah. has to like catch back up to him and by that time they're already on the inside of the shield yeah. so he's trying to is that it's not even just one he has to run through like the hallway and wait and that is so effective the tension like, yeah. yeah like because you see, well, for one, when you see, when Darth Maul and Qui-Gon are stuck in there, it's like you see that there, and like you see how each of them handles it, and, like, yeah. um, Darth Maul's just there, like, walking back and forth, like a 
animal. Pacing, yeah. yeah. And then, like, Qui-Gon's like, I'm gonna chill here. Yeah. And then, like, Obi-Wan's just kind of like, uh, Obi-Wan's, like, two <laughs> steps behind trying to catch up, but yeah. he, he can't because of the timing. He's yeah. getting stuck in the chambers. Yeah. So then, yeah, when Darth Maul and Qui-Gon get out, then Obi-Wan yeah. gets stuck there, and just to see him, he's, like, standing there, like, ugh, like, he he's, just he's wants like one, to help. He, like, almost makes it kind of through the last one to catch up to yeah. them, but then he gets stuck again. Yeah. And just seeing his, like, his his anxiety like just having to watch everything happen then when he finally comes out and he sees what's really cool too another the other thing about seeing their powers is like seeing them jump really high and stuff like i thought that was really cool oh the the beginning of the movie they run real fast yeah i was gonna say that was that other part where they had like super vampire speed and i was like they have speed? Like, I asked you that, because yeah, I never noticed all, it. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because, like, you know, just, like, how Luke super jumps in Empire Strikes Back and stuff, is, like, I think a lot of their things, like, like that particular type of stuff is just their instincts of what they need to do at the time. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of people say, like, oh, yeah, when they ran real fast in Phantom Menace and never used that again. And I'm yeah. like, well, th- like, think about it. When did they ever need to use that yeah. again? Like, like, the reason they did it was it was super long hallway, yeah. and they were running away from all the battle droids. Yeah. So it was, like, it was a straight line. Yeah. Like, they had her go super fast. It's yeah. just the same as, like, when Luke jumps in Empire Strikes Back, and you barely see him because he's a blur. Yeah. It's just like that, but they're just using the force to move their feet. I just, like, it's quicker. funny because I never noticed that. Like, yeah. the other times we watched it. And I think I it's like... meant to be, like, super quick. Because like, <laughs> like, they're running yeah. fast. <laughs> but I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, holy shit. And that, well, that's the way yeah. I reacted when we watched it this time. I looked at you and was like, damn. Have yeah. super speed because <laughs> that was the, that was the thing if um with george lucas was kind of using as the selling point for the first three or one two three was he was saying like you're gonna see the jedi at the height of their powers like oh. because like luke was never really a jedi yeah which means he could you, never get the yeah which means anybody after luke is never That's really the I, jedi yeah, like, i get that yeah yeah because i mean they never really went through the full training the way Yoda did and yeah. Qui Gon did and Obi Wan did and they they're trying to like play it off now like oh we have the books but I'm like because even Anakin didn't yeah well no Anakin did he went through the training. well I guess he eventually got into the school yeah. yeah he was just older or whatever but yeah but yeah I don't know I think I think it's cool that, we were like, saying they have the books yeah like they kind of reestablished because like when you when you watch like the like the four through six whatever. Like, Luke's only real... Cha- I mean, he starts training a little bit with Obi-Wan, but his only real training was, like, a little bit with Yoda, and that's why Yoda's like, don't yeah. leave, like, you haven't learned the lessons. Because, like, when he goes to face Darth Vader, he's like, but, you know, Darth Vader's going to kill my friends. Like, I have to- like he's basically just sacrificing himself. Like, yeah. I'll just go, you know. Like, I'm not going to, like, live and then let them die, you know. Yeah. But then by the time he comes back to finish his training, like, in uh, Return of the Jedi, Yoda's too old, he dies. <sighs> But, I mean, even then, I mean, even if Yoda would have trained him for years, I don't think it would be the same as being in the full Jedi Academy. Because, yeah. like, they had, like, the whole giant libraries and shit. Mm. Like, they tried to kind of boil it down to, like, the original books uh, on the new one. Like, Luke's little, like, uh, island. Yeah. Like, they have, like, the f- first six books. But, like, there's, like, the arc. There's Jedi archives. There's all kinds of shit yeah. of, like, everything the Jedi have ever, like. You know, Savage and well, all they've that. they've existed forever. <laughs> well, it all, yeah, it all got wiped out with Order 66. It all got destroyed, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that part where he jumps up there and then we see this, like... Well, actually, no. Well, how... What was... When was Obi-Wan stuck behind the shield? Because I thought he was stuck behind the shield and when he saw Qui-Gon get... Yeah. 
Because he's like two steps behind. So like Darth Maul makes it through, and then and then Qui Gon's stuck too. Yeah. But Qui Gon's like one away. So yeah. when it opens back up, Qui Gon goes through. Yeah. And fights him, but Obi Wan because he's. So when does Obi Wan jump up on that thing? Because doesn't he jump up there with them? No, they're like by that time they're in the flat hallway. You're thinking oh, of earlier. Reversed? Yeah, oh, you're okay. thinking because they start out fighting oh, in like the when wide he jumps open up, place. they're going up to the shield thing. Yeah, because oh, okay. like he gets knocked down okay. and then they I was they go in that hallway. I had my thing. events yeah. switched around. <laughs> yeah, so like he uh, he watched Qui Gon die through the shield, uh, yeah. and then finally it opens up and he fights, and then Darth Maul kicks his ass too. Yeah, and knocks him down the thing and kicks his lightsaber down. So like a lot of people don't yeah. know, like Obi Wan has multiple lightsabers because they all yeah. keep getting lost. Or That's destroyed. what I when I saw that too, I was yeah. like, so he has Qui Gon's lightsaber, yeah. and you're like, no, yeah, like <laughs> di- like Disney did away with that because they just don't have the time, to, like. They ain't got time to bleed, basically. Mm. Is they're like, oh, yeah, you just picked this lightsaber up. Now it's yours. Mm. But, like, the whole point is you're, like, in Lucas lore, I guess, is you're supposed to make your own lightsaber. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you lose the lightsaber, you know it's not going to take somebody else. Like, it would be yeah. cool if he if he had Qui-Gon's yeah. for a while. But, That's why I was like, yeah. I would buy Luke's. I would buy Luke's lightsaber if it was Qui-Gon's, yeah. but I guess not. <laughs> yeah, and, and they sell Obi-Wan's lightsaber from Phantom Menace. It's not exactly like Qui Gon's, but they're kind of similar in design. Mm. But I think I think they think Qui Gon's not that popular, but Qui Gon's got a pretty good following now. Yeah, even though he was only in one movie. Yeah, you know? I really like him. They just they're just lazy. They don't want to make too much shit. Yeah, you know. Which I don't see why, because I mean, most of the times when we would go into that store there at Galaxy's Edge, like there were a lot of people in there. Yeah, and they were forking up that and money. People were like buying that shit. <laughs> yeah, right and those things are not cheap. Yeah. <clears throat> so if there's anything else in any movie that ever happens, yeah, it's the second time I've seen you and McGregor do it. It's when somebody does that like guttural like ah, kind of yeah. yell when something terrible happens. So like that part too when he sees Qui Gon get killed yeah. and he's just stuck in that thing and he's just like no I'm just like gut wrenching I know <laughs> I just I think maybe that's what makes like Qui Gon's death so hard to take yeah. is just seeing how Obi Wan reacts and it's just like oh my god because he also yells like that in Mulan Rouge at the end when, yeah <laughs> when what's her name dies so like. It just those kinds of yells like are just such like a release of like pain, you yeah. know. So it's like <sighs> that's the end for Qui Gon, and yeah. I'm sad. Yeah, he gets stabbed through the chest. And honestly, us talking about it, I almost started crying again, or yeah. <laughs> like tearing up because it's just like. But there's like then yeah. the awesome part where Obi Wan gets beat up and he falls down the shaft. He's, oh yeah, he's barely hanging on. Darth Maul kicks his lightsaber over. Yeah. So he uses the force to flip up. Yep. He grabs. He force pulls Qui Gon's saber. Yeah. Cuts Darth Maul in half. Yeah. And then Darth Maul, which to me, because I, I love Darth Maul, like I always like that to be the end of him. They bring him back later in Clone Wars and then later yeah. in Solo. But that's what I thought. I don't know. Like that's always. Like that's what, like as much as I love Clone Wars, it's still hard for me to take some of it into being canon because I'm yeah. like, dude got sliced in half <laughs> at the stomach. Like how are like, yeah. 
How, he, his pieces crawled back to each other and they reformed together. Well, no, it's just supposed to be his legs are lost. And, oh, um, really? Yeah. That's funny. I mean, supposedly when you get stabbed with a lightsaber, it pretty much heals all the wounds. But I'm just like, no. he wouldn't even have, without getting too much in the degree, it's like he wouldn't even have like a bottom half. Like, yeah, because it's not anything. just his legs that got chopped yeah. off. It's his whole like pelvis. And yeah, if his leg, and they always play it off like, oh, he got metal legs. I'm like, mm. did he get a metal asshole too? Because he... <laughs> How is he going to the bathroom? Like it just hit me. He gets cut he straight get a in the metal, half. Metal yeah. pelvis and stomach and yeah. kidneys and whatever I else mean, is in there. I guess anything's possible. <laughs> like, but like Vader, at least like they just replaced his legs and his, his arms. Limbs. Yeah. yeah. Like he still was, you know, mostly flesh or whatever. Yeah. So then, all we have after that, after the battle, after that fight scene, is just. Um, finally Padme and her crew get into the throne room and they yeah. take stuff back and what? Well, it's because it's because Anakin's up in the ship and he flies into the the thing. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Uh-uh. He flies the into awesomeness the awesomeness of Anakin's. Yeah. Now this is pod racing. Yeah. <laughs> like he does pretty good in the in the battle, but he kind of like sneaks in on the side. Yeah. And then the Gungans fight. I love the surface battle too with the uh, the Gungans um, fighting yeah. the droids. The droids all get sprayed out yeah. from the ships. Like all the racks oh, yeah. and racks yeah, yeah. unfold. Like yeah. like that scene is like what made me buy all the little droid toys and stuff. Yeah, when I when we first saw that too. Again, I mean, I I've seen all these movies before multiple times, but like every time I watch a movie, it's like I'm watching it again for the first time because I just. I'd love to just take it in, like, yeah. as a first Cause, time. Because all these scenes happen at once. It's not like... Yeah. Just, like, the whole Darth Maul fight. It just, you don't just yeah. sit there and watch it. Like, it all cuts back and forth. Yeah. So, like, yeah. that one scene where they they bring out the rack of them, and, yeah. like, <laughs> and then they start bringing, down, bringing them down. Yeah. My reaction was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, we're going to lose this shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really, you know, looks impossible. And I wouldn't... When I was... Uh, when I kind of was doing my rewatch afterwards, just to do the show, to do this podcast, like I watched that part again. Cause I was like, is it realistic? Like, was there really room in that thing yeah. for all of those rows of them? And like, mm. I looked and like, yeah, basically it's three rows. It's like, you yeah. see the bottom row and then there's a middle row that's kind of covered by a panel. Yeah. And then there's a row up on top. And like, those are the ones that just come down and like, cause, cause the, the ship gnarly, that deploys man. them is like, basically the whole ship is just a giant yeah. rod. Yeah. And just then there's tons of those. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's yeah, a there's bunch of those ships. Of them, yeah. <laughs> and I think even the rack was like, you see the camera side what yeah. we see and then there's another side right that we don't see yeah because it's so, like we're looking at it more so or we're going for like i think kind of like a three-fourths view yeah. yeah so like there's that and then there's just all the other ships that have those same and, and the row is long yeah too. the row is easily <laughs> like 25 wow, really. deep or a something yeah. yeah so i mean like within a matter of two minutes like the ship can spit out like probably like 600 droids <sighs> oh or something yeah and that you had mentioned that seeing something like that on such a such a big scale was something yeah. that wasn't you didn't really, really yeah I don't see. yeah it's just I mean the 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 Star Wars four through six they are big in epic scope and scale but it's just like like this one like 
I don't know, to me, like, it just really lived up to the Star Wars thing, because, like, you just see a battlefield of thousands of people, and that's what I miss yeah. in the new movies. Yeah. Whereas, like, they did have, like, the epic battles in 4 through 6, but obviously they were constrained. They'd have to do a lot of stop motion animation, like the Battle of Hoth and stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, the like, when they blew up the Death Star in the, the first one was, like, a New Hope. There was a lot of ships out, yeah. but but it wasn't until really like Return of the Jedi, like they did the huge outer space battle where there's a lot more ships. Yeah. So it was like the original trilogy, I guess, had like the ramping up of like the scope and scale getting bigger as they yeah. went along. Whereas like this one, it's like episode one, it's all right. <coughs> like, and it looked yeah. it looked good too. Like I didn't. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of parts that because again, it's a product of its time. There were some parts that looked cartoony, yeah. but that like that part, like it yeah. actually looked pretty cool. Like, yeah. And, I mean, we're watching on a giant TV and, like, yeah. super HD, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, it's not <laughs> the technical term for it. But, yeah. you know, we're watching it on a pretty clear version of it. And I thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was awesome. I mean, I think the CGI holds up. It's clearly CGI. Yeah. But it's, to me, like, it's better than the stuff in the Marvel movies now. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, that some of those parts look so cartoony. So bad. It looks like they made it in a week or something. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, to me, it all holds up. And I, I wish, I wish the new ones, because, like, Force Awakens, I feel like, try to have a little bit of scope and scale, because there's, like, the scene where they showed millions of stormtroopers listening to the speech from, like, the fake Nazi guy. Mm. But, like that's just it they're just standing there listening to a speech they, it's not like they all deploy out and go to blow a whole city up you know what i mean yeah because i think in that battle droid scene with all of them they're walking yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like <clears throat> it's like when they do the the scenes in the city too like i mean it, it's not the thousands of them but like you see like few dozen every time you see them yeah. like it's even even the smaller parts of phantom menace are bigger than any of the parts in the new movies yeah and then, like, you know, Last Jedi obviously really sunk it down. Like, there's hardly any, like, big battle scene. There's, like, that one big hangar fight where, like, um, they catch her, uh, capture uh, Rose and Finn. But but it, but it's, they don't even really fight their way out as much as the ship just blows up yeah. because of, like, the other space battle going on. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Like, to me, I don't think... And I'm not even, like, that big of a CGI spectacle guy, but, like, I yeah. think George Lucas did it better. Like, right now we're watching the Gungans versus the droids, and, like, I think this scene's awesome. The Gungans look really good, too. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really look like you're Like, when you gotta figure all the, like, physics of how their, 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 uh... They're all moving their ears and move fighting, and all that. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, like, like, speaking of, like, the Indian thing, like, I don't know why, like, the way the, the Gungans have, like, the big feathers on yeah. when they ride the back, to me. Because, like, when you watch, like, the original trailer, and there's, like, that scene of the Gungans going through the swamp on their, like... They're not horses. I don't know what they are. Yeah. Space animals. Like, that looks almost like a scene of, like, like an Indian <laughs> tribe coming through the swamp. Like, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. So then I just remembered, too, because well, it just came on the screen, but you also see Darth Maul use the Force. Is it the yeah. Force when a Sith uses it? Yeah, it's still the oh. Force. Because it's the dark side of the Force. Okay, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, he uses it to open up the door yeah why did it close by the way because <laughs> he opened it when he came into the room i never noticed when it closed oh you mean like the giant hanger or whatever? yeah i don't know there's something <laughs> there's like some part where he like makes something fly to like hit the door switch or something but that's when they're fighting that's what will open but he opened it when he came in you know what i mean yeah but <laughs> he probably just pressed the button probably just walked up and i don't the know <laughs> it was weird i was like why i just realized like why were they yeah. closed again 
But uh, yeah, he he, he like threw the force at the yeah. at the door switch thingy so it would reopen so he yeah. could leave. But um, so yeah, the scene with uh, Anakin flying his little. Doing his part yeah. in the war. He basically flies <laughs> straight into the hangar. Yeah, because yeah. of autopilot. Yeah. And I was considering putting that part on as as number two for R2's uh, yeah. saving, saving the day. <clears throat> but then I kind of changed my mind about it because it kind of took a long time for him to yeah. take the autopilot off. <laughs> well, it's a new boost starfighter. So maybe I'd consider it 1.5. Because yeah. Anakin's, you know, because like... Because he takes off accidentally. Yeah. And that was... I kind of did have a problem with that at first. I'm just like... I don't have a problem with baby Anakin, like, blowing up the ship. I'm like, well... <laughs> like, especially because Jar Jar's, like, all bumbling. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. Anakin bumbling, too. I just want him, like, doing it. It was too coincidental. <laughs> but but when I watch it now, like, he's still, like... You know, he he, he actually does the maneuvers. He does yeah. the tricks. He's like, R2, like, this is yeah. when he starts spinning. Because, like, yeah. the shows of the droid ships trying to kill Anakin. And, yeah. like, he just... He's basically doing the pod race move. Yeah, like, and that's why he said, "This is real pod yeah. racing." <laughs> and then when they f- they like fly into the hangar and crash, like R two reboots everything and gets the cannons, you know. Yeah, and he's just like, sh- I mean, he's shooting on purpose, but yeah. he's just he's just trying to shoot the droids, yeah. and he accidentally hits the reactor. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, but I was kind of like, should I consider that one that he's saving the day? I mean, it would the autopilot wouldn't have turned off if it wasn't for him. Yeah. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> I mean, I totally would have bought it though if just <laughs> if like Anakin the Chosen One just came in and like told all the Naboo like Starfighter pilots just like I'm in the lead and they're like this kid whatever like I totally would have bought it. Yeah, and then the Queen could have been like, listen to him. <laughs> he knows what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was really cool how he like oh the one part two where. R2's telling him, we should turn around. He's like, go back. He's like, no, Qui-Gon told me to stay in this, in this, uh, what, what does he say? Cockpit. Oh, the cockpit. And that's what I'm going to do. And so that's what I'm going to do. And then like, yeah, I was like, yeah, he's so badass when he says, and he got, he has this little determined face on. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny too, because it's like, I mean, obviously we, we see like the grown up Anakin, like fly ships later and be real awesome, but it's kind of funny too that like they make like his biggest thing be like his piloting mm-hmm. because like like the the first like whatever and like a new hope when like Luke meets Obi-Wan mm-hmm. and he tells him like I knew your father. Yeah. He's like you knew my father and he, and he talks about like yeah, he was a great pilot. Uh, so I th- I think it's I think it's just like cool that yeah, like all that yeah. continuity. I know. I know people don't like like that type of like tying in across the movies anymore. What's the point then? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't get why you make like part eight of something yeah. and be like, it must be separate. We can't yeah. mention it ever. Yeah. It's like whatever. I love that stuff. Yeah. It makes sense, you know. Yeah. It's like duh. So yeah, that's another kind of thing. I think that we see another event that like shows how special Anakin is because yeah. he's able to. Because even one of the other pilots says, we didn't do it. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> like, like, oh. like, they're pretty much getting slaughtered. Get yeah. And that's a cool scene, too, when the, the Naboo pilots go up and just all the millions. Well, I was just saying millions, but whatever they yeah. are. Hundreds of... <laughs> of and I, I like the droid, like, fighters. Like, I don't think they really made toys of them. Because it's like, you don't really put a droid inside of it. It's just, yeah. just the ship is the droid. Yeah. Because they all have, like, their own eyeballs or whatever. Yeah. But I always thought those ships were... Like, that's why I love playing the video games, like Battlefront, where you get to fly around those, those things and yeah. all that. But, like, that's what I mean, like... Okay, like, people aren't into the story. Like, Jar Jar with his whopping 12 and a half minutes of screen time just to... Like, okay, fine. Like, 
But like, like I was saying, like I don't get why people don't like appreciate this movie in the age of Michael Bay Transformers. Yeah. Getting on, like, like those movies only exist as pure spectacle. How come you can't like Phantom Menace as pure spectacle? Because it's, yeah. I know people say it's slow, but compared to other movies, really, it's pretty action packed. I think there's like, a lot of stuff in it. I don't yeah. see how it's slow, well, especially the last like half hour. It's just like nonstop. Yeah. Yeah, I I really love this. Like, I kind of at first was like, it's kind of one of those things where I need to watch it to remind me how much I love it. Yeah. You know, because like, I love hating, I'm going to say something controversial again, <laughs> but I love hating Christensen as yeah. Anakin. So like, and he was in the two out of the three. So like, you know, I kind of was always like, oh, I like those better. But then when I rewatch one and like, it just reminds me how much I love it and like, yeah how good it is too you know it's yeah. not it's that it's just as good as the other one so i'm glad that i don't know i love that we kind of do the series yeah. every so often i you know it's funny too because it's like i feel bad for those people like i said that were like it just didn't gel with the whole like new you know phantom and his feeling because like I mean, to me, four through six always each movie felt different from each other too. But like, like to me, like when this like I just have probably out of every Star Wars movie, like I just have the most memories of the actual release from this one. Because yeah. I was like, oh man, like just fucking laying in bed for years, be like, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> and then just like, how far in advance did you get? Did like was it announced that they were making those? Pretty much, pretty much, like it was already underway. Like I think he kind of wrote it in secret, but like when he did the he when he did the um, the special oh, editions, which yeah. were ninety seven, yeah. like that's when the whole machine, mm. like like I want to say it was like ninety five, ninety six, somewhere around there. Whenever N sixty four came out, Nintendo sixty four, they did this thing called Shadows of the Empire. It was mm. a video game, but mm-hmm. it was also a book mm. and like a toy line, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like this is like the sequel to return of the jedi kind of thing but it's like a book in a in a game not not a movie yeah so like that kind of came and then the special edition came which is like where they start remaking all the old toys or making new versions of the old toys i should say mm-hmm. and um and then the the, the re-releases so by the time they the special editions came out in 97 like it was known mm. it was known that like and everybody knew that it was going to be going back to episode one. And then what year did it come out? 99. So two wow, years later. Two years. But that webisode that I showed you, I mean, obviously they didn't like release it to like 98. Yeah. But when like the... What about him writing it? Yeah. Like the actual video of him sitting down to write it was 94. Oh, wow. And we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't true. know for like a couple like, years. Was, yeah. Yeah. So like that's what's like no. awesome about it. Yeah. <laughs> he had that thing baking for a long I know. time. Uh, that's why I just like in my like fantastical dreams like I just imagine that he's got those yeah. scripts read, yeah. written for like 7, 8, and 9 yeah. his version you know yeah. that I'm just like I wish one day he would like <laughs> make up yeah. I mean I know like I said it's my it's, fantastical it's dreams now, but, yeah, but it's just like I'm just so curious what his version would have been like well, it's like they love to turn everything into a TV show. Just be like, okay, this is what if. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. I don't even care if it's a TV show. At this point in history, since yeah. nobody cares about movies anymore. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, I hate to say that because, I mean, one thing about me and you know this is like I don't like streaming movies on no. on 
streaming. <laughs> no. So, like, if I can avoid it at all costs, I will. The only thing that's really kind of even, like, enticed me at all is fucking Martin Scorsese. But yeah. even then, I can't. <laughs> like I haven't, yeah. I still haven't brought myself to do it, so I don't know. Yeah, it's, still it's hard for me. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I just the TV shows now. It just seems like for whatever reason, studios care more about TV shows now than they do movies. They so. somehow make more money, which I don't understand. Because the... the Mandalorian is good, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, I have my fantastical dream that he's got yeah. those scripts ready and. I mean, he, he he had the outlines. We know he had the outlines, and he actually they because like the guy that like they fired from Force Awakens, he was writing the script from George's outline. So, yeah. but then like they fired him, but then they also stole shit from his script, yeah. and then they passed it off. So, yeah. so who yeah. knows what's in it and yeah. what isn't? But yeah, that's and then the movie ends with them and that snazzy yeah. song dun, dun, dun. they play. <laughs> It's like a trumpet song because yeah. like all the Gungans run like right in and like somebody I don't know if the Gungans are playing it or like the people are but they're like playing trumpets or something. Yeah, and then Padme hands Boss Naz the the glow glowing where orb. friends glow yeah. orb <laughs> and he and he holds it up. We noticed that Boss Naz like he makes like a weird like um, which I don't understand. <laughs> He's got like tiny ears, but he—I guess he's a Gungan, but he don't look like the other Gungans. Yeah. He looks more like a frog yeah, guy. That's true. Because the Gungans, like, they kind of look. Their heads are shaped almost more like a salamander or and something. And they're all the same. They all—they're all exactly the same except Boss and none of them are green. Like Jar Jar is kind of yeah. orangish, but the other ones are kind of grayish. I never thought of. I never noticed yeah. that. And Boss Nass so is funny. green, but he looks more. I think he. There is one shot where you see his back. He has like tiny ears that mm. stick out. But his face, he looks more like a frog. That's so funny. But he makes like a weird, like, uh, he's always drooling and shit. Yeah. And he makes like a weird, like, a horse clicking sound. Yeah. He's like... Yeah. <coughs> yeah. And then he does that thing when he's talking, and all of a sudden he'll just be like... Yeah. <laughs> just Whoa. like, you what? Yeah, he like shakes his jowls and like a little spit spit. Like the scene where like when Padme goes and she's all like down on her knee asking yeah. for his help. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And like they're trying to, it's supposed to be like this inspirational yeah. scene of these two people coming together and he does that. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. I know. <laughs> That's like one of those things that you're talking about where it just kind of seems yeah. like it doesn't fit. It's just like, did he, did he have to end that yeah. scene with that? <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. weird. But I don't, I don't know. I think I think also too, like a lot of the weird choices and stuff, and you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, see, this proves George Lucas isn't good." But like, like he he was a completely different person when he made these. He had his yeah. kids, and like this is the first movie he directed since the original New Hope Star Wars. Wow! So it's like this is the first movie yeah. he directed in over twenty years, and like a lot of like the stuff that I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, I I just chalk it up to, like, he A, he was having fun. Yeah. It was fun for him to be back in the kind of, you know, the driving seat, the director's chair. And then also, too, it's kind of like, I don't know, like, he made it more for, like, this this one. He, like, he made it more for, like, his kids. Yeah. Just the whole story he were. And, I mean, in any movie that you ever watch, even no matter how much you love it, there's always going to be, like, little yeah. tiny things about yeah. it that you're kind of like, oh, I could have done without that. Yeah. But it doesn't change your feelings about the movie, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, but I was always on board with this movie. And, like, I would, and, like, I definitely, like, the whole, especially once I could see the whole trilogy. Because yeah. that's one thing, too, is, like, 
I feel like it might sound like a little bit of a cop-out, but, like, you kind of can't judge a trilogy of, like, these type of trilogies until you see all three. Because then it gives you, like, okay, this was chapter one where this was the feeling, and this was chapter two where this was the feeling. So I would say, like, I probably really liked it when it came out. Like, I know I did, because I was... After I saw the movie, I was, like, buying shit. You had a cake. Yes, I had a cake. (laughs) But it was, like... But part of that also, too, was kind of, like, Star Wars is back, you know? Which is kind of, like, what it was like when Force Awakens came out. So I get that. But it's, like... But as time went on, I would say probably where originally I kind of liked the movie. And I was, like, okay, I want to see where this goes. I was probably originally, eh, probably, like, a 7 out of 10. But, like, now, like... After seeing it again, seeing what happens to Anakin, like, getting to know the movie better, mm-hmm. like, just all the different cool scenes, like, even, like, here, like, the funeral pyro, pyro for Quagga, like, there's just, ty- like, there's so much shit in this movie I love, like, yeah. it's so good. I so- was gonna mention, too, earlier, the scene where, uh, Palpatine comes up to Anakin, he's yeah. like, good work, I'll be watching your career, I'm yeah. like, no, yeah, stay like, away! See, <laughs> see, that's the thing, though, is, like, you can't really, like, fully judge it until you know all the ones, because then you know all the little, like, yeah. pieces. So, like, I was probably originally, like, a 7 out of 10, like, it's good, like, yeah. like now I'm probably, like, 9 out of 10. Yeah. Like, there's a little goofy parts, but I'm like, I feel like, you know, it's just Lucas is knocking the rest, and, and to be fair, as much as people hate George Lucas, he listened. Like, he listened to the criticism, and he, like, he totally downplayed Jar Jar. I mean, I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing, but he listened, whereas, like, say what you want, Disney Star Wars is just, like, they're like, oh, you didn't like it? Well, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> and here, next time we do this, we're going to put more. Yeah, we're going to double down, assholes. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are playing. Oh, yeah, the Gungans are playing. Yeah. Well, they got a whole band. Yeah. Marching band. And oh, like, and they got the uh, ships flying yeah, over. Yeah, Starfighters and jets <laughs> flying over. <clears throat> but see, I, I like how George Lucas will put scenes like of the, he always saw the celebrations and the happiness. Yeah, like, it wasn't always dreary. Yeah, it wasn't like <laughs> you won. Now stand here in the rain or the gray background. <laughs> it was like you know. Oh my gosh, I love the visual of little Anakin like, chopped off his hair with his hair like yeah. Obi Wan. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't know these movies like this one. Just all of them, really, because like you're, I was gonna like you're giving it a rating of stars, and yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, I'll do that too. But then I'm like, kind of like, I'm just gonna give all of them the same thing because yeah. I love them all, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like I can't even like. <clears throat> I mean, I wouldn't say there's very few mu- movies I would give ten stars, but I just love them all. So yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much it for Phantom Menace. I'm sure we'll probably, like, when we review the other, well, not review, but when we talk about the other movies, we'll we'll jump back to talk about some stuff from it, but, yeah. but, yeah. Oh, 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 I did want to mention, too, this last scene is the first time we ever see Queen Amidala smile. Yeah, because before she was like, I will not discuss this in the committee. Yeah, like, she's yeah. always very serious, yeah. and so... Anakin's the only one that can get her to smile. Because she was a 14-year-old queen, <laughs> and she had to pro- project uh, strength so nobody would start shit with her. Yep. Now, she, now like, even she learned from Anakin how to even, be more human. Even that scene where he comes in before he thinks he's going to go into the Jedi yeah. Academy, he comes to see Padme, and he sees Queen Amidala instead, yeah. and she keeps on her her stoic face, and she's like, Yes, we'll tell her. And she just walks away. Yeah. <laughs> like, she doesn't even break the kayfabe in for him. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. First smile from Queen Amadala. Yeah. 
And then we have the awesome music by John Williams. Yeah. I think they actually start playing Duel of the Fates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, every time it starts, I'm like, no, not again. <laughs> yeah, I think this is... That's one area, too, is, like, the music of this one was just as... I mean, the music is awesome and through the whole, yeah, you know, the whole trilogy. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, this one was really, like... Like, like, like past, like, the initial, like, Star Wars opening theme, mm-hmm. the Imperial March. Yep. Like, past that, then it's pretty much Duel of the Fates. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much number three. There's nothing the else, really. I think probably yeah. next would be the, um... The... I don't know if it, if it's called that, but basically the like love theme between um, Anakin and yeah. Padme, because that one's kind of distinctive too, yeah. a little bit, not as much as the other ones, but yeah. <sighs> so yeah, we got the Phantom Menace. We got through the first one. <laughs> two parts, over two hours of Phantom Menace oh, yeah. discussion. That's the way you got to do Just it. Just about as long as a movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean to be fair, like. <clears throat> The whatever like the new movies that come out, people go make YouTube videos that are like two hours long. Oh so, wow, really? Yeah. Holy mackerel! <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's not unheard of. So yeah. well, I think for the next one, I mean, I don't know. I really can't say. I mean, I there's if there's things that stand out to me, I I just I pointed out. You know, it's it's a sig a significant because yeah. there's a lot of significant stuff in them that you know like. I think should be recognized that people bring up his criticisms and it's like, yeah. there's no need for that. You know, like yeah. it doesn't, that's not, it's not a real criticism cause it's not true. You know? Well, it's just, it's just so. like the thing of, um, <clears throat> like, you know, cause, cause we like comic book movies and we like both Marvel and we like DC, but we yeah. really like DC just as much as we like Marvel. Yeah. But it's like, there's some people that are more biased towards Marvel and then yeah. they go out of their way to shit on DC. Yeah. So it's like, it's the same thing with Star Wars is like, there's three trilogies now. Yeah. And all honestly, the three of them really don't have much. I won't say they don't have anything to do with each other, but they're, they're different types they're of very trilogies. very significantly different. Yeah. So it's like, it's very hard. You'd be very hard pressed to find someone who's a fan of all three trilogies mm-hmm. or sometimes even two out of the three trilogies. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're pretty much fans of two out of the three. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like a lot of the people now... I don't know. I'm just going based off what I literally flipped through on Twitter. But um, it seems like people now are more fans of the DSW trilogy. And, yeah. like, they don't like any of the yeah. the previous yeah. ones. And I'm, Well, I kind of like, noticed okay. that with, with Force Awakens, for whatever reason... Um, there was a lot of people that weren't necessarily lifelong Star Wars fans, but, like, they really got hooked by Force Awakens, so... And, I mean, I guess that's the same as my experience. Like, yeah. I would say I pretty much got hooked <clears throat> from 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I hadn't been exposed that much to 4, 5, and 6. So, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just... I guess I can't really knock, like, the people that are into yeah. the DSW ones, because that's what they're being exposed to, you know? Yeah. They're, they weren't really... And especially now, with how short of an attention span right. <laughs> everybody has now, they're really not... I mean, something from 10 years ago is really fucking yeah. old to people now, so it's like, they're not going to look into something right. from, like, the 90s. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I mean, that's part of the reason why they're pumping the new ones out so quick, is Lucas always waited three years... And they keep complaining that, like, we're making these too quick. It's killing us. We're, we're just making them too quick. But they feel like they have to because 
they feel like the attention span, like people won't th- wait three years in between a movie. So, like I've been saying about the other ones, these are a product of their time. Yeah, you can are. tell the patience. Yeah. yeah, the pace of those movies matches the patience of the. Which, which, by the way, time. too, is like as a fan. Oh my god, you have no idea how excruciating it was. I mean, like it wasn't like we were waiting sixteen years in between Jedi and this because yeah. we for the bulk of that time we didn't think anything else was coming. Mm-hmm. But like once we find out, <laughs> and then like I guess if you liked Phantom Menace, which I did, but it was just like as soon as it ended, it was like the three year wait. Like you're in the theater, like the three year wait starts. You're like, Fuck! <laughs> ah! but at least Lucas, he wasn't like. Um, <laughs> He wasn't like the people who run Star Wars now. Like he give you crumbs. Yeah. He'd be like, "Oh, here's a drawing of something. Yeah. Oh, here's a here's a here's a photo of like some nobody. Somebody's like, robe. Yeah, yeah. A piece of their robe. I mean, it wasn't that bad, no, but, it was, but it was like here's Orlock Mandy, and it's like, who? Like, what? <laughs> like, like before, like before, like whatever. Um, what movie was it in? I think it's. I think she's at the beginning of Revenge. I can't remember. I'm blurring, but. There's like Zam Wessel, and we're like, holy shit, Zam Wessel, let's go. She's a female body bounty hunter like Boba Fett. Oh, God, Zam Wessel. When you see the movie, Zam Wessel's in it for like 32 seconds. And then, like, she's like this hot, like, Catherine Zeta Jones looking, whatever. They shoot her, kill her. She transforms into, like, a goopy, like, oh salamander looking alien. And you're like, oh, Zam Wessel. But, like, but even though Zam Wessel, like, didn't, whatever, like, because cause they would do, like, instead of being like, oh, here's all the toys of the movie, they'd be like, here's the first wave. Yeah. And usually half of that first wave were bullshit characters. Yeah. But you didn't know. Yeah. So it was like, oh, yeah. Like, I gotta have this. They look cool. Their guns But cool. you know what? And now those, yeah. like, I'm sure, like, are collector's items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, Even though they were, like, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 was, uh, it was fun being a fan. And getting to be a fan for a second time for me. Because I was a fan when I was real little. And it really was like... Like, I knew about the Star Wars movies. But it really, like... You know, because they took so long to come out. It wasn't really till like, Jedi. I was, like, aware. And I was like, I want to see Return of the Jedi. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, I'd seen the other ones many times on TV. But I was like... So then to be able to get to do that for a whole trilogy, though. Yeah. Like, it was awesome. Yeah. How old were you when that one came out? When the... When Jedi came out? Um... Because they always come out like the week before my birthday. Uh, yeah. I was like about to turn six. Oh, so and ho- wow, holy shit! Crazy. Trying to get trying to get the Ewoks. I think they made like four or five different Ewoks, and that's another thing too. Oh, I hate Ewoks. I hate. What- <laughs> I wish people were hating the shit out of Ewoks because then I could have <laughs> had the toys. Because I finally did get Wicket, and like I sucks. I burned them up later, but I could. What? <laughs> yeah, it took me so long to get Wicket, like. um years later when i just didn't care anymore like whatever i was just like burning them up with the with the soldering oh gun oh my god but um jesus but yeah but at the time like it took me so long to i think i ended up having like two or three ewoks and like two of them were just like the bullshit ewoks like oh my god it took me so long to get wicked but i still have my my wicked standee over there i can't believe you burned them up <laughs> yeah that was stupid i wish i didn't do that but um yeah i had the ewok village that's like the big pieces got thrown away or whatever but i had the whole ewok village that was awesome i wish i still had that yeah i don't really think well in my long fandom i don't really have anything like i just have tons of shirts yeah and even then they're not that many 
Well, that's why I just like you know, like I mean, the podcast is basically it's already over, and like we're still talking. About <laughs> it. But when people are like, "Oh, you didn't like you didn't you didn't like this?" Well, well go away. Don't be a fan anymore. It's like you can't. Yeah. It's like just baked into your blood. You can't do yeah. it. You can't. You can't be like, "Oh, okay, Mister Corporate Overlord, we won't <laughs> criticize you anymore." Like, yeah. like he's just you know, it's like. You know, before Disney or whoever like ever cared, the people who make the movies now, before they ever cared about Star Wars, like the the fans are already there. So it's yeah. like they inherited us, mm-hmm. like you know, and that's why like this narrative of like this isn't fun, this isn't easy. Blame the fans. It's like no, it's like the fans like they 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 want you to do good. Yeah, like we don't want to fight you. Yeah, Just, you know, Just give us something good. Make something like The Mandalorian, and all of a sudden, no, what happened? Nobody's bitching. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, and like, it's it's funny because, like, I mean, I saw seven, I saw eight. <clears throat> With seven, I kind of came out of it like, okay, <laughs> yeah. like it was choppy. You know, I yeah. I didn't really feel a connection to anything, and then with eight. I hated my life. I wish yeah. I never would have seen that movie. Like, I just yeah. came out of it, like... I just had sworn off DSW after that, because I just felt like I... It just... I felt like I wasted, like, two hours of my life, or however long yeah. it was. Like, it just went nowhere. Yeah. And so... I was like telling myself, I don't care what they do in ten. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Based on the things that have happened in the last two, it doesn't matter. Whatever they try and do, it's yeah. it's already done, you know. But then, like, yeah, they started up with their quote unquote fan service stuff yeah. that I keep hearing about because I don't read spoilers. I don't do anything like that. I just yeah. and again, like I said, I just flip through the tweets and see what the people are saying and stuff. And like. I see people that I love it. I see people that hate it. And one of the criticisms that I saw was that it has too much fan service. And I'm kind of yeah. like, well, what does that mean? Because yeah. if it does, I'm kind of in because I want to see what they did with that. And yeah. then like, just reading how supposedly JJ knew like seven and eight were all jacked up. So he was trying to make it right. And I kind of was like. Mm, okay, you know, maybe yeah. I'll give it a chance. Like, but even then, I'm kind of like, maybe I'll give it a chance. You know, like, yeah. I just haven't really like. And even then, like, we just keep looking at the movie times, and like, yeah. shit's always fucking sold out, and yeah. it's just discouraging because it's like. Then I just again go onto the Twitter and see people like saying, "I saw it for the fifth time today. How many times have you seen it?" And it's just like, "Well, zero because you guys keep yeah. going to see it." Yeah, everybody saw it five times. <laughs> yeah, so it's like same thing happened with Avengers. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, and I know we live in a small town and our theater sucks balls, but it's like, even if I wanted to go and see it, I couldn't. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I don't know. I just. How you're saying, like, with The Mandalorian, how it was good. <clears throat> the only thing out of seven, out of, or what is it? Yeah, seven, eight, and nine. I said ten. Yeah. Um, out of seven, eight, and nine that I ever actually started to like actually was not from the movies. Mm. It was from when we went to Disneyland. Yeah. And we met the characters. And yeah. we, I went with you to see Kylo because I... Yeah. I swore off Kylo Ren. Yeah, like, this guy sucks. And we went in to see him, and that dude, whoever that actor was, was in that suit. He was fucking awesome. 
So right, like ever since that moment, he, I was he's like, "He's a better Kylo Ren than Adam Driver." Yeah, <laughs> that's what we well, but I don't blame Adam Driver because he's doing what the script tells him, you know. Yeah. And he's not allowed to wear the helmet. Yeah, because I think the helmet makes the character. But yeah. it and going by the Mandalorian, you can do a lot. With there's that, with that proof that, that it's yeah, possible yeah. to still do it. Yeah, but um. Ever since then, ever since we met that fakey Kylo Ren at that yeah. at Disneyland, I've been all about Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, like like but as, only that version. <laughs> like as a fan, like I don't really feel anything when I see like a trailer or something, and like they show Adam Driver mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I don't feel anything. Yeah, I don't either. But when you see him walk around the park, you're like, oh shit, it's Kylo. I Ren. I do. I get excited. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and so. <laughs> but I, I think I think that has to do it too. Is like. There's ways you can present something. You can present something like they do in a theme park where you're like, oh, this is what you paid money for? Yeah. This is cool. This is here for you. And then you can also say like, oh, you like this character? Well, he's a failure. He's he's a, he's a wannabe. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. Watch him fail over and over. So yeah. it's like, I think that's the difference, you know? Yeah. And it was funny because it's like, I mean, you know, obviously in a movie, the characters are going to have their weapons and yeah. be able to like blow shit up and shit like that yeah. or whatever. But this dude that was in a costume at an yeah. amusement park, he scared me more than yeah. that anything in that movie. Like, he was creepy because he yeah. was so, like, I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> Obviously, I guess standing next to somebody dressed like that is yeah. intimidating, but I thought he was so cool. So, like, for the couple of years that you had that uh, Kylo Ren Christmas ornament, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was always like, no, that's not going on our tree. <laughs> which, by the, which, by the way, the, the whole reason I bought it was literally to prove the point, was I bought it, I bought it two weeks after the movie came out. And TFA. I, yeah, after Force Awakening came out, and I got it for 75% off. Oh which, I mean, just to me, just proves that like when you can't literally give this shit away, it's kind of like, yeah. everybody's like, no, you're, you're just wrong. And it's like, I bought a couple of Kylo Ren t-shirts and stuff, and it's like, I got them all 70% <laughs> off. They're like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. They just made too many. They don't. Yeah. It, it's so popular. Everybody, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, forever, yeah. man, like. Like really not. It's not even so much when the when, the, when one through three came out, but when those like the special editions came out, like back then, like people were just buying the shit out of Star Wars <laughs> T-shirts, and like you would always. I mean, just like you do now, people just always. What do they wear? They wear the retro looking ones. They don't. Yeah. They don't wear the new shit. So. Yeah, and even when you would wear that shirt that you had, I'd yeah. give you a hard time about it. Be like, oh, like <laughs> I would just. I just was like so put off by it. Well, I I do like the stormtroopers. <laughs> I've always liked stormtroopers. Always like the army. So the one I have is literally his face, and then it's just a giant lineup of all mm. the stormtroopers. And then yeah. the second one I have that I like hardly wear. It's a more of a retro one with the mm. Star Wars border, and it's just yeah. his face and a Tie Fighter. Yeah. So I mean, I I just like that stuff. But I mean, when I watch the movie. There's some cool scenes of the stormtroopers in, in Force Awakens. And past that, they're just they're garbage. Like they don't but, they don't do anything. But then, ever since we met Disneyland Kylo Ren, yeah. what did I say this year? Where's your Where's the ornament? Yeah, where's you can it? put it on put the it, tree. I had to sneak it on and put it on the back like last year. Oh my god! Did I know that? I think you did, no. but you're like, oh, I don't want that on. I was like, oh. And then this year, yeah. you were trying to put it in the back again, yeah. and I was like, no, put it in the front. Yeah. I was like, totally different this yeah. time. <laughs> so it's like, just give me what we want, and we'll love it, you know? Yeah. It's like, and I'm proof of that, because when I hold a grudge, I fucking hold a grudge. Yeah. So it's like, I will not give into it. I will not. But if you give me something that's like, 
worthy, you know, then I'll be all about it and I'll be all about supporting you. I'll be your number one cheerleader, you yeah. know? So I mean, like... <laughs> just sell it to me. Like, tell me that you believe it. Yeah. If you believe it, I'll believe yeah. it. Don't be like, well, here's this guy that kind of whatever. Oh, he's bad. No, he's not really bad. Oh, he's... He, he, he kills people. Ah, oh, he's really actually inept. He can't yeah. do anything right. Like, I don't yeah. like that shit. Like, until he got chopped in half, like, Darth Maul <laughs> was, like, evil. Like, yeah. like, I wasn't like, I need to know him. Like, yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's the bonus. We can almost chop that off and make that a whole separate thing. <laughs> but we'll just give you the bonus for now. So, yeah, <laughs> that's our thoughts on the Phantom Menace. That's the beginning of not only this podcast, but, you know, we'll spread out our Star Wars journey. We don't want to just, like, drown the people in the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, especially with the way the whole, like, Last Jedi fur, like, went on forever. Yeah. And it was still, like, being defended up until the end, <laughs> like, a week before Rise of Skywalker. Like, like I get it. It's like, you need Star Wars. You want to read about Star Wars. You want to hear about Star Wars all the time. I like, I like hearing other people, like, talk and give their perspective on it. But at the same time, it's like... Because the media, like, is just, like, it's just clickbait to make yeah. money. They're just constantly printing, writing Star Wars shit that, it's like, it, it doesn't come from a fan's perspective. It doesn't yeah. come from a filmmaker. It's just always just, like, noise. So, like, yeah, we won't drown you guys in Star Wars too much. Because <laughs> we watch a lot of stuff other than Star Wars. Yep. But. Yeah, and I just, <clears throat> I don't generally listen to anything fan base. I don't listen mm. to any podcast fan base. I don't listen, I don't watch any YouTube videos fan base because... I just find lately that most of that stuff is, like, people claiming they're fans, but all they're doing is, like, bashing everything. Yeah. So I just... And then, like, you talk to me a lot about the stuff that you watch and you read and stuff, yeah. and, like, <clears throat> that's supposed to be fan-based, too. And, like, yeah. it's like I just kind of got tired of, like, people putting negativity out to where I was just like, yeah. I want to do something like this and talk about how much we love it you know like i want to do the opposite we were a little negative about things we were but but you like you gotta balance it yeah but at the same time it's we brought up a lot of stuff that's again currently controversial and topical and you know that's being talked about right now and just kind of gave our own perspective on it and you know because that's that's what's going on right now so (laughs) So anyway, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, it was a long journey. We yeah. hope you uh, stay on the ride with us for the next yeah. six plus movies we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> Spread them out, though. <clears throat> yeah. But when we do talk about it, it's got to be epic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's working. It's working. <laughs> so until next time. May the force be with you.